Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. LMFM Podcasts. With CNC Carpets, we bring the showroom to you. Or you can book a personal consultation at our fabulous new showroom in Moortown, Dramiskin. Call 087-660-40-237 or visit our website at cnccarpets.com to book an appointment. CNC Carpets, for all your carpet and wood flooring needs. 11 to 1. This is LMFM's 11 to 1. Sinead Brazel here. Good morning. I hope you're keeping well. You can get in touch. 086 1800 658. Let's get started. Here's Oriem. Good morning, shiny happy people. Hope you're keeping well. It is 11 to 1. Sinead Brazel here with you. Oriem kicking us off this morning. How are you getting on? Are you having a cup of coffee or tea right now? I am. I'm still on the green tea. I'm still on the green tea. But on a Friday, I'm going to just like let myself have a cup of coffee at this time because do you know what? 11 to 1, it is not the same with the cup of green tea. It's not. But I'm sticking to this. It's my slightly trying to be healthier lifestyle. Uh, But yeah, I have it here. Steaming mug of green tea. And if you are a tea drinker, by the way, there's good news for you because those of us who like a brew, I have discovered another study. Oh, we haven't had a study now in a while. We haven't. This is uh, research from the National Institutes of Health. I don't know where this is, but you know what? I'm just going to go with it. Let's pretend that's an organisation. Okay. They found that uh, compared to those who do not drink tea, uh, that uh, apparently tea drinkers are living longer. So cheers to that. Oh, yeah. I wonder now, what about the green tea drinkers? Are we like the more superior tea drinkers? I think people who drink green tea feel like they are a bit more smug. They feel like they're healthier or something. So I'm going to pretend that I'm going to live longer than you. There's no study to back that up. But according to the research from National Institutes of Health, uh, yeah, people who drink tea living longer compared to those who do not drink tea. So the people who enjoyed two or more cups every day had between a 9% and 13% lower risk of mortality. Oh, yeah. Let's drink to that. Uh, now, this is another one. Uh, the findings uh, were that result of... Um, the, sorry, that the result was the same regardless whether they also drank... Co- oh, hang on a minute. I should have read this down further. Hang on now. The result was the same regardless of whether participants also drank coffee. 
Ah, come on now. Are you telling me this whole time I could be drinking coffee? That's it. Someone, someone caffeinate me quick. The green tea, no, that's not even making a look in here now. Uh, they are saying, though, that the black tea, 89% of people will drink tea black. Controversial. Now, I'm, I'm partial to a bit of milk in the LT. You know what I mean? I don't think I could drink pure, just black. Like, whatever, when it's the green tea, it's just, you know, green muck. Let's be honest. That's what it is. It's green muck. There's nothing else added in there. If you were to add milk, it's only going to make a disaster of it. But yeah, 89% like their tea black. Okay. I, that's controversial to me. I like a bit of milk in there. Now, just a little bit and no sugar. But also, uh, they had a list here of, you know, the, of what's the kind of perfect accompaniment to the cup of tea. Top of the list. You guessed it. Not the biscuit, but chocolate. Just chocolate generally. A couple of squares of chocolate or something. That's top of the list. Second on the list is the good old-fashioned digestive biscuit. Third on the list with the cup of tea, slice of cake. Fourth on the list, fruit pie. I don't know. Is that a fruit pie? And this one, daft altogether. Ice cream with a cup of tea. No, come on now. No. Biscuit is the only way forward, really, if you're going to have a cup of tea. I, um, as I've said, I'm boring now. I have a banana. That's what I have here (laughs) to accompany the cup of tea. So tea drinkers, rejoice. You're living longer than those who don't. Uh, Also, the ones that are drinking black tea, 89% of people drinking black tea. Is that you? Are you a black tea drinker? How do you like to drink your tea? That's what I want to know. And also, what is the perfect, perfect now we're looking for? Perfect accompaniment to the cup of tea this morning. 086-1800-658. What are you drinking? Have you got a tea? Have you got a coffee? What are you having with it? Let me know. So I can feel jealous here at my murky green mug of tea and a banana. Very boring of a Tuesday. 86 658 There's Coldplay. Something like this on LMFM's 11 to 1. We are talking about the do- joys of drinking tea and coffee now. That's a lesson to me. Read the article, Sinead, and you'll discover things in it. What are we talking about? Well, researchers from the National Institutes of Health found that compared to those who do not drink tea, people who enjoyed two or more cups every day had between 9% and 13% lower risk of mortality. In other words, we're living longer. That caffeine seeping through the veins, it's doing us good. So I'm asking you, what is the best thing to enjoy with a cup of tea? Seems as I'm here in studio with a muck, mug, <laughs> a mug of muck, that's what I'm going to call it, and a banana. Very boring. Make me jealous. What are you having with your tea today? Jean says a Mars bar with a cup of tea of coffee is the ticket for her. Yeah, like a Mars bar. Nice and filling as well, you know, for the 11s. Nice bit of a sugar rush there. Uh, Eileen says, I don't like black tea, but I do love ice cream with tea. Controversial, Eileen. Because apparently ice cream was number five on the list there of the perfect accompaniment. Now, the perfect accompaniment, Eileen, with a cup of tea. Ice cream and tea, I don't know. Is it like a vanilla? Does it matter on the flavour? Oh, no, not convinced, not convinced. Uh, but thank you so much for sending that in. Mary says, hi Sinead, cup of tea with scone, jam and a cream. Also hot cup with a boost bar. Now I'm very on board with this, Mary. The scone, absolutely. 
jam and cream absolutely but which goes first is it the jam then the dollop of cream that's kind of the way I would do it but people have mixed views on this also it's the scone don't even get me into that debate about scones right (laughs) I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole Uh, Chris says a breakfast roll with a cup of tea ah Chris come on now can't be having that every day this time of the day okay we'll give you that uh, big fan of the black tea, Sinead, and a custard cream for Sarah. Oh, Sarah, come on. Can we not do better than a custard cream? Now, that's like a poor man's biscuit, that's what I'd call that. Do you know what I mean? There has to be more that we can have with the cup of tea. Keep those coming in, 086-1800-658. Perfect accompaniment with the cup of tea and keep drinking it because it's going to make you live longer. Now, we're going to take a quick break. We're back with music uh, from an artist that is about to release new music very soon. A lot of people happy about that. Plus, he's taken out an ad on a billboard. I'm going to tell you all about that after these. 11 to 1. Good news for Irish cinemas. Uh, Over the weekend, on Saturday, it was uh, National Cinema Day. So this was the first kind of nationwide campaign to encourage us all to go back to the cinema and support them. And this is really, really brilliant news because they are reporting now that uh, record-breaking admissions uh, all across their venues uh, for Saturday. So figures released by the leading box office analysts uh, Comscore confirm that Saturday saw over 200,000 Irish cinema admissions. This is around three times the number normally seen uh, for the same day and obviously in in pre-COVID years. Over 95% of Irish cinemas took part in the initiative and lots of us were enticed by the bargain of €4 Euro in to see the movies and uh, it's just fantastic it's brilliant news for cinemas all over the place that there was such huge support for this and uh, the uh, managing director of Century Cinemas um, Mark Doherty was commenting on this and just said it was an incredible success with the admission record smashed most shows sold out and an amazing party atmosphere at the cinema this is what it's all about isn't it you know getting you know organisations like the cinema back off their feet again after Covid um, you know a lot of obviously their sales weren't you know they had to close so there was no sales there was no cinemas happening so this is great to see so uh, fair play to everybody who went out and supported that and hopefully that will continue now every year that there will be a National Cinema Day I mean I've been campaigning long for this I think that there should be every day should be a cinema day but there you go great to see it great to see now, a guy that knows how to get our attention is this next artist we're going to play. He's going to be releasing new music on Friday. More on that shortly. But here's Louis Capaldi. Louis Capaldi, hold me while you wait. New music from him coming on Friday. And he has captured our attention with his advertising campaign for said new music because a billboard featuring a half-naked Louis Capaldi uh, was <laughs> unveiled to promote his newest single. It's called Forget Me. <laughs> Uh, we won't be forgetting that in a hurry. Uh, he's shocked fans across the nation. He's uh, said to make his long-awaited return to the industry. New song out this Friday. And uh, yeah, he announced uh, this new sort of music on TikTok at London's O2 Arena where he was performing last week. But it's going to be called Forget Me. And um, he says, uh, I took my clothes off and traumatised the general public all in the name of shameless self-promotion. Sex sells. New single Forget Me out <laughs> the 9th of September. It's brilliant. The The... <laughs> <laughs> the billboard shows him uh, basically in nothing but boxers, some sunglasses, and he's holding a martini. And uh, yeah, 
Fair play to him. Fair juice to him. He says, I swear to God, if I've stripped down to my pants and put it on billboards all over the world to promote this new single just for it to be a massive flop, I'd be so embarrassed. Something tells me it's going to be fine. It's going to be absolutely fine. Uh, but yeah, new music from him coming out Friday. We'll give you a sneak peek of that as well on Friday's programme. Back to today. and Here's Westlife. Yeah. Something strange in your neighborhood. Who you gonna call? Yeah, the iconic car from the Ghostbusters movie Ecto One is coming to trim. Oh yeah. Very excited. This is all part of Cannonball 2022. The supercar spectacular is coming to trim this weekend. I mean, listen, you had me at Ghostbusters car. Do you know what I mean? I'm going to be there. I can't wait for this. It's going to be brilliant. We're going to be chatting to Alan Bannon. He is all geared up for this. He's so excited. I mean, why would you not be excited? It's going to be a great day out. We're going to find out all about the Cannonball event. It's coming to trim this weekend with Alan after these. 11 to 1. I'm excited. I'm excited. The iconic car from Ghostbusters, the Ecto-1, is coming to trim. It's going to be guiding the largest supercar spectacle. Yeah, as Cannonball 2022 arrives and trim this weekend. So 200 supercars, novelty cars, free family festival kind of atmosphere, celebrities, over 1,000 kilometres of Irish open roads. We are in for a real treat on Sunday coming because these rare supercars are going to arrive into Trim. As well as great entertainment, the Cannonball event has raised over 1.3 million for Irish charities. This year, the proceeds are going to the Hope Foundation. Joining me now to tell us more is the founder of the Cannonball event, Alan Bannon from Kiltail County Meath. How are you getting on, Alan? Good, Sinead. Uh, thanks very much. Great to have you back. Now, listen, you had me at Ghostbusters car, you know what I mean? I'm extremely excited about this. How, tell me about the Ghostbusters car. Where did you find it? it? It's a replica, I presume, is it? Or is it the real Ghostbusters car? It's um, it's the one car that will steal the show. Um, it's unbelievable. And it's one of these cars that when you see in real life, there's so much going on. It's got like a sound system. It's got a laser show. It has, um, you know, smoke coming out of the back of it. And the six people who are in the Ghostbusters car all have the Ghostbusters suit and they'll be out to interact with it, with, with the audience. Um, it's 27 foot long. It started life um, as a hearse 60 years ago in the US. It was shipped over and it took three years to restore. Um, it's a guy who was involved in Cannonball for a number of years, Petrol Ed. And it's unbelievable. I mean, it's, it's a moving show. Um, this year, actually, we have 215 cars. Oh, very good. It's our largest cannonball, so we've got an extra 15 cars since we spoke to you. And it'll be amazing. We've got an extra surprise for Trim as well, uh, which I'm glad um, to announce. We'll have a, a plane flying, a vintage plane flying over Trim Brilliant. town. And um, yeah, it's really taking shape. So it, it, it's going to be great. Trim is the place to be on Sunday evening. 
It really is the place to be. Uh, so, you know, the Ghostbusters car, fascinating story that you gave us there. The fact that it started off life as a hearse as well is brilliant. And like you say, this is a show in itself, this car. And I'm very jealous of the people that get to drive this car. It's absolutely brilliant. But can the public on Sunday kind of sit in it? Can we, you know, get photographs with it? All that kind of crack. Absolutely. I mean, the whole idea of Cannonball is that we love to see the public come up, uh, get photographs. Kids love getting photographs of the cars. And, you know, for most of the cars, the drivers will be around. They're happy to let children in to to get a photograph and sit into a Ferrari or Lamborghini. Um, That Ghostbusters car will come in ahead of the convoy. So I'd expect that should be in trim for around 5.30 to warm up the crowd. It'll be followed by the back of the future car, which is absolutely brilliant. And they're all in fancy dress. And then we have a Tesla that will do a display as well. It'll do this dance. It's it's also quite entertaining. So they're the kind of warm-up act, we call it, uh, coming into trim first. And then the convoy of 215 supercars will follow after that. We have something really unique that we're going to try and trim. We'll do two laps of the town. So if anybody is in, you know, Castle Street, Market Street, that's where it's going to be. Right in front of the castle is where the finish line is. That's where all the action is going to be. Um, so we're really exciting. It's, it's going to be our biggest finish. I want to make sure it's our biggest finish because obviously it's close to, um, close to me and um, we've got amazing support from the local uh, council, OPW, the guards. Um, all various committees have been very supportive and, and helped us get this event across the line. Yeah, because it's so much organisation and work involved in this. And, you know, prior to you guys arriving in Trim, there's a lot that's going to be happening kind of from the 9th of September onwards. Isn't that right with this? Absolutely. So our event starts in Malahide Castle on Friday morning the night. Thursday night is a lovely night as well to come up and see the cars on display. And that's the build up. And then Friday morning we depart Malahide, make our way to Cork and then Killarney for Friday night. Saturday it's Salt Hill and Sligo for a Saturday night. And Sunday, Roscommon, then, and obviously finishing then in trim for 6 p.m. That's on the Sunday, yeah. So, and the the, oh, the whole thing of this is not only to kind of bring the love of cars to the masses, but it is to help worthy charities. Tell me about uh, the, the cause this year. It's the Hope Foundation. They're going to benefit from the, the overall proceeds of this. The Hope Foundation is a, a charity that was set up by a lady in Cork called Maureen Forrest. And it's our second year to partner with them. And um, we funded several projects in India. They look after children who, um, to educate children, to make sure children have food and shelter. So we've funded a number of projects. This year, our our goal is to um, buy a minibus for one of their centres, as well as fund uh, projects. So for instance, like a project could be 3,000 euro will uh, feed and um, clothe a classroom for, you know, 12 months. Um, 5,000 could feed clothes and house um, that same classroom of 30 kids so money goes a long way in India and um, it's an amazing charity we always try, try and focus on children's charities uh, over, the, over the last 13 years uh, yeah, it's, it's, I've heard of their work before. They featured on the show. They really are doing such amazing work out there. As well as the cars and everything, you've got some celebrities involved lending their support as well to this, Alan. We do. And um, there's a few very big people on social media joining us as well. Um, we have on the social media side, we have um, a gas character called David Cuddy, uh, Making Big Bank. Um, he's got a big following uh, Alan Clark um, Susumi I think is joining us as well Fantastic uh, 
she was on it before. There's also um, Brian Kennedy will be will be at the finish line, and um, he's going to perform first later on in the Knightsbrook. And we have uh, a couple of a uh, UK actress actually who have been in a couple of different TV series uh, over the years. So yeah, some well known faces. Um, but without doubt, the star of the show is the cars, and in particular, the Ghostbusters. Yes, absolutely. So, most important question, Alan, what are you getting to drive? I've been a black Porsche 911. Um, been a classy. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so looking forward to that now. Um, it's, it's crazy busy here in, in the office with all the last minute things to do. So, it's the last thing in my mind now. So, <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be getting everybody else sorted the cars and graphics and hotel rooms and all the, the boring stuff that goes on behind the scenes. So, once we get that out of the way now, next few days, I look forward to taking part in it. To actually uh, doing it. Absolutely, absolutely. So you're saying around the castle area, uh, Castle Street, that kind of point from about, um, say, five onwards, is that the best kind of time yeah, for people to I, arrive? I think it'd be important for people to know that we will have parking in the porch fields. There will be signs. Oh, up very good. Yeah. So that's, you know, ample uh, for uh, parking for, for, for a big crowd. Um, there's various other car parks within the town, but it's all happening really um, the, the roads will be closed uh, Castle Street and Mark Street will be closed off for those few hours and the finish line will be up around the Garden Station Civil Defence in front of the castle and, we're, and the OPW very kindly gave us permission to display 50 cars in front of that so that would be really nice so I would get into Trim for around 4 grab a coffee mm-hmm. grab some of these and get a spot along the barriers all the those streets would be all barrier off with branding with the big screens up and we have our resilient dancers performing with music so the really nice atmosphere we expect to arrive in um, the whole convoy for six but as I say about 5.30 this there should be some entertainment on the street. There should be things happening. Brilliant. Well, Alan, I wish you the best of luck with it. I'm really looking forward to seeing it on, on Sunday in Trim. Thank you so much and best of luck with the rest of the organisation. Thank you, Sinead. Thanks a million. Cannonball, it's happening on Sunday, this coming Sunday in Trim. Like Alan says, see you around four o'clock. Get in there, get your coffee, get your tea, whatever you want to get beforehand and that show is going to all kick off from about 5.30. Cannonball.ie for all the information. 11 to 1 with Getting back to your messages on what's the best thing to have with a cup of tea very shortly but first it's time to go back in time. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Senator Windows products will help you create a secure, comfortable, energy efficient home you're proud of. Call 0818 774455. On this day in 1916, the first true supermarket, the Piggly Wiggly, was opened by Clarence Saunders in Memphis. And this is the originator of various familiar supermarket concepts such as the checkout stands, individual item pricing, shopping carts, all that kind of thing. And today is Read a Book Day. So for some people, reading is their ultimate form of relaxation and fun for others reading can seem like a bit of a chore no matter what category you fall into we encourage you to embrace read a book day today so grab a book put the phone down and read LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows creating the perfect home is a journey let us guide you visit our Drogheda and Dundalk showrooms discover more at senatorwindows.ie Earlier on, we discovered that drinking tea helps you live longer and also drinking coffee as well. So that's my green tea down the the sink. But uh, we're asking you, what is the best accompaniment to a cup of tea? Uh, Mug of tea, love an apple square or slice of black forest cream cake or coffee cake, says Trisha. Loves the tea. Oh, they're all really nice things to have with the tea. Just baked oat and cranberry cookies. 
Oh, you've just baked them, Kathleen and RD. Oh my God. Everyone, over to Kathleen says and RD. Fair play to you. Oh, I'd say the smell in the house would be unreal as well. Fair, that, that is nice. Uh, Sinead, keep it simple. A good cup out with a couple of digestive biscuits. There's a lot in the digestive biscuits sort of suggestion. Are we saying though that digestive biscuits are the absolute king when it comes to the perfect accompaniment with a cup of tea? Do keep those coming in. 86 658 Have uh, some uh, requests here. Happy 53rd wedding anniversary today. That is coming in uh, for husband Kevin Kerwin in Rathmullen. Lots of love from your wife Maureen. That's absolutely gorgeous. 53rd wedding anniversary. And for the both of you, Kevin and Maureen Kerwin in Rathmullen, that's uh, coming in. Happy anniversary. Lots of love from your sons, Kevin and Nigel. Grandson Ryan, wife Sarah, and not forgetting your great grandson Jane uh, as well. Is it Jaden? Jaden, sorry, Jaden, apologies. Uh, congratulations. 53 years together. That is a fantastic uh, milestone to be celebrate and hope you're having a fantastic day we're going to dedicate the killer is human for you there's the killers human on LMFM's 11 to 1 Graham is saying a fry up with a cup of sweet tea mm, now I'm partial to a fry up but you know I actually gave up sugar and tea yonks ago and I'd never go back Chocolatey Claire with fresh cream for Helen in Lobenstein. Fabulous choice. I feel like you couldn't have that every day though, Helen. Do you know what I mean? That's like a Friday one, but I'm loving that. We're talking about perfect accompaniment to your cup of tea on 86 658 Now, news at 12 is approaching. And after that, does the age gap matter when it comes to dating? A lot of people are talking about this uh, on the back of Leonardo DiCaprio's re- recent relationship woes and tips on how to shop more sustainably with Maria Macklin. That's all on the way. 11 to 1. Lumineers, ho hey, kicking off our second hour. Sinead Brazel here with you till one. Hope you're getting on well today. You can get in touch 086 1800 658. Does an age gap really matter when it comes to dating? I'm talking about this because a viral chart from back in 2019 keeps popping up on social media and this uh, chart is detailing none other than Leonardo DiCaprio's dating history. So (laughs) a Reddit user, ah, the good old Reddit users, have spotted a trend. Uh, Although the actor was 44 at the time, he seemingly only dated women aged 25 or younger, always breaking up with partners before they reached their 26th birthday. This is the trend. This is the chart. This is what's doing the rounds on Reddit. So, Responses, of course, are, are mixed to this. Some are kind of saying, fair play to him for his ability to attract younger women. Have you seen this man? Come on now. Others have kind of berated him, kind of saying, you know, find someone closer to your own age kind of thing. Uh, this chart, as I say, back in, in 2019, it popped up, but it continues to resurface. And it's back again because uh, his current relationship with 24-year-old Camilla uh, Marone, Maroney, um, I think it is, uh, has ended. OK, so people are going on about this. But the reaction is kind of what I'm interested here uh, the, the reaction to his dating habits often bring up uh, very negative views on age gap relationships and this he's not the only celebrity Leonardo DiCaprio you know we had Demi Moore and Ashton Kutcher George and Amal Clooney many high profile relationships out there in Celebville uh, have set tongues wagging so I'm asking you 
does the ga- the age gap uh, matter when it comes to dating? You know, does it something like this unsettle you? Uh, or are you kind of like, listen, age is just a number. If they love each other, whatever, man, it's grand. Um, I don't know. I think, like, I used to sort of think that um, if a very older man, like, say, a man in his 60s or, you know, late 50s, 60s, was going out with a very young girl in their early 20s, I was a bit like, oh, I don't know. I don't know if I like that, you know? Uh I'm not, yeah, I'm I'm sort of, now, I kind of don't really mind as such because I was flicking through the celebs that have, uh, you know, these these gaps and I was kind of like, oh, I wouldn't have thought actually that they had that big age gap because they've been together so long and clearly it works and all that kind of thing. Uh, but apparently, um, this is big thing even now, you know, even now in society where we are becoming a little bit more liberal in our society, uh, but apparently... Um, People are sort of, you know, very negative, particularly when it comes to this particular uh, chart of Leonardo DiCaprio and his dating history. People are kind of saying, oh, my God, DiCaprio, find somebody your own age. But is it just a case of whoever you're attracted to sort of does age even come into the picture here? Does it unsettle you, I'm asking you, if you see sort of uh, big age gaps with couple couples? Are you in a relationship there where there is a big age gap and it works for you? Let me know. 86 658 Um, Like I say, I do have friends that are in, uh, you know, quite sort of distinctive age gaps, let's say, sort of the 10, 12 year gap seems to be working for them, all happy. So I sort of changed my tune on this. Wondering what your views are on this 086 1800 Now it's time to see what else is happening in the world of celebrity. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Hi, I'm Louise. After playing Electric Picnic, Dermot Kennedy's putting the final touches to his new album. Sonder is out in November and Dermot told us he can't wait. These albums really do, they define my life and they dictate who I am as a person and so I'm just very excited to kind of live in a different world for a few years. Selena Gomez cooks in the kitchen with Gordon Ramsay and things get heated. The only murders in the building star experienced the famous chef's colourful commentary for herself on Selena and Chef, which is streaming now. Throw this pan away first. Let's go, your lady, please. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Off we go. This away. Does it yeah. Wait, which one? They're all off. Throw this pan away means the furthest one away. Lay away. Like That's this. it. That wrong pan. That's my non-stick pan for my potatoes. What the Obama has won an Emmy Award for narrating his Netflix documentary series Our Great National Parks. The Emmy joins Obama's two Grammy Awards. Here's a snippet of the documentary. A fish that can walk. Surfing hippos want to catch the waves. Species found nowhere else on Earth. Join me in this celebration of our planet's greatest national parks and wilderness. That's The Buzz. I'm Louise. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. I could listen to Barack Obama narrate anything. He could be narrating paint drawing and I'm going to be listening to him. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, More Buzz, by the way, you can find it uh, on lmfm.ie. Now, we're talking about the age gap. Poor old Leonardo DiCaprio. Everyone's talking about his dating history and the fact that he only only goes out with younger models and uh, seems to be breaking up with the partners before they reach their 26th birthday. So we're asking you, is the age gap kind of, does it matter when it comes to dating or, you know, does it? 
is is age really just a number or does it unsettle you a bit? Now, most people assume that age gap couples fare poorly when it comes to relationship outcomes, but some studies find the relationship satisfaction reported by age gap couples is higher. So they kind of have greater trust and commitment, lower jealousy than similar age couples. However, uh, in that scenario where there is an age gap, it's more the outside influences. So people kind of saying, oh, listen, the age gap, you know what I mean? It's people's, our views, say, on it that's kind of causing them to, to break up and that kind of thing. We're wondering what is your views on this? 086 658 Does the age gap matter when it comes to dating? There's Natalie and Brulia Torn on LMFM's 11 to 1. Good few messages coming in about the age gap. Does the age gap matter in dating? Uh, this is Susan. Sinead, I dated a guy five years younger. Yes, age does matter. Oh, Susan. I, I like what's going on there. Is it a case that you are broken up now or what's going on? Thank you for that, though. Uh, Sinead, seven year gap for me and hubby together. 20 years now. People told me he was too young, says another message coming in. That's very interesting. So he's the younger one. Seven years, though, isn't too bad, I would have thought. Do keep those coming in. 086-1800-658. Now, the month of September... It's all about sustainability. So it's sustainability uh, September and it's uh, an initiative that the charity shops really are getting behind and it's all to do with us not kind of, you know, buying, rushing out and buying stuff that it's new. It's about supporting this, you know, buying second hand, pre-loved or just shopping in your own wardrobe. Maria Macklin, our image consultant for House of Colour, she's going to be chatting all about shopping more sustain- sustainably. She's going to join us after these. 11 to 1. Be honest now, that last outfit, top or trousers you bought, how often have you actually worn it? Does it still have the tag on it? We live in such a throwaway culture now where buying a cheap top for a night out, wearing it once and forgetting about it is normal. For the past few years, though, charity shops in Ireland and the UK have been appealing to us to support their Sustainable September. It's a 30-day campaign encouraging people to stop buying new clothes for the duration of the month and to shop their wardrobe or buy something pre-loved and support a great cause. Joining me now to tell us more is a woman who's very passionate about sharing the importance of shopping sustainably, so much so she set herself a sustainable challenge this year. Consultant Ria Macklin from House of Colour is back with us. How are you getting on, Ria? Hi, Sinead. I'm very well, thanks. Great to have you back. Now, tell us all about this challenge that you set yourself. You're, you're doing it, I think, since January, isn't that right? I decided to know no new and 22 is the, is the name of my challenge. So I'm not buying any new clothes at all this year to see how I get on. OK, but you do have a couple of things that you're allowed to buy new. Well, I'm allowed to buy new underwear and I'm allowed to buy new shoes. Okay. I, I decided that myself. I mean, nobody has forced this upon me. This was my decision. <laughs> <laughs> but no better woman for a challenge. Uh, now, I, ha- yeah, and I have bought second-hand sportswear. Okay. So I've done that, yeah. Oh, very good. So mm. t- you've picked up some nice kind of pre-loved gems. So it's not that you're not buying anything. It's that you're not buying anything new. So new, pre-loved yeah. is the way that you're going with this. So Pre-loved is the way. Or yeah. renting or borrowing. Oh, yeah. very good. Yeah. Now, do you know, borrowing is something that uh, seems to be coming back more and more. Like, I remember yonks ago, if I was going out now with uh, friends, we'd all have our tops flung into the middle of the floor and it'd be a case of, oh, can I borrow this? Can I have that? Or borrowing the sister stuff as well. <laughs> that was, yes. that was the thing as well. And we used to do the same, yeah. Yeah, and, and the dress would get, get passed around from person to person to person. Yes. Absolutely. 
Yeah. Yes, and mm. people are kind of slowly but surely we're kind of seeing that a little bit happening. We've got swap shops kind of happening, that sort of thing. So that's really good. So, you know, this is all to try and kind of combat fast fashion. So first of all, what is fast fashion, Maria, and what damage is it causing? Okay, fast fashion is the hyper-accelerated cycle of making, consuming and throwing clothes away. That isn't any good for our environment, but actually, more importantly, it's keeping our workers locked in poverty. And this has become a really, a real human rights issue, more so than anything else. I mean, we have statistics about pollution. We have statistics about clothes not being recycled. We have statistics about dyes in the water when, it, when clothes are being dyed. But we also have statistics about the human cost, the humans who are working in factories for tiny amounts of money to make a T-shirt that we buy for less than a cup of coffee. Yeah. And that's really where the tragedy is. And whether you like it or not, it affects women more than men because more often than not, it's women or children who are working in those factories. And if the factories don't comply to the standards and the speed and the cost set upon them by companies such as Pretty Little Thing, Sheen, etc., then those production, that production will be moved to somewhere else. So there's a huge pressure on companies to keep their production by forcing people mm. to work for far too little. Yeah, So it's a real human rights issue. It really is. And you know, people. I used to be one of those people that kind of, you know, would buy a top once, throw it to the back of the wardrobe. You know, like really, like you say, we're supporting an industry that's causing such a huge amount of damage. And like in terms of, you know, cost to ourselves, we might think that we're picking up something cheap, but in reality, we're not really getting a bargain, are we? We're not really getting a bargain. If you wear something only once, then your cost per wear is the price of that garment. If you buy something for 50 quid and you wear it 100 times, your cost per wear is 50 cent. So for me, it's about really educating yourself as to what works, what do you wear, what don't you wear, making sure you only buy the clothes you know you're going to wear again and again and again. Today, everything I'm wearing, well, my trousers are hand-me-downs. My shirt, my jacket is from NCBI retail. So it's an NCBI second-hand jacket. And the T-shirt I'm wearing, I bought in Marks and Spencer's probably six years ago now. And I'm still wearing it. And it's still fine. I wash it properly. I look after it. I iron it. I fold it. So it's about making sure that the clothes you have are right for you, looking after them, caring for them, and really thinking carefully before you put them into your wardrobe. The only true... the the only true sustainable way to shop is not to shop at all unless you're buying clothes that already exist. And that's the point behind Secondhand September. It's about buying clothes that already exist. We overproduce, we overconsume, and we throw them away. And away is really, you know, we, we throw them, but they don't actually go away anywhere. Yeah. They just are put somewhere else. Yeah. So it's, it's a, it's a, it's, it's an, an out-of-sight thing, isn't it? Yeah. It, it is an out-of-sight thing. And it's very... And I don't want to beat anybody up or be judgmental about people because we still need to have clothes to wear. Mm. But really, most of us have too many clothes. And I have been in wardrobes that people can't see into or out of because they just can't find. They don't know what they have because yeah. of so, so much in there. There is so, so much in there. And, you know, we've spoken about this quite a number of times ourselves about, you know, back in the day, Maria, I can't believe I'm saying this, back in the day, <laughs> you know, people got a new outfit at Christmas time and maybe you got a new thing for going back to school or whatever it was. But, you know, I, I even remember myself, you know, like with, with my mom going shopping, like this was not, this was like a kind of a, every sort of, you know, say six months thing. Yeah. yeah. And it yeah. wasn't this constant buying. Yeah, and, and the the issue is that we now have social media where everything is 
has speeded up, mm. information has speeded up, production has speeded up. So there are drops in the shops now every two weeks. It used to be twice a year. You used to have spring, summer, autumn, winter. Now you have fashion drops all the time. You have influencers talking about their hauls and they spend a thousand pounds and go through all the things they bought. And 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 it's so so tempting. So it's it's very hard when you're surrounded by all of that overconsumption not to be pulled in by it. And I understand that. I absolutely understand it. But there are things you can do. I mean, it's mm. the, we are overproducing. There are enough clothes on the planet for the next 180 years without without producing another thing. So the clothes are already here. We don't need to be keep making new clothes. Absolutely. So in terms of sustainable September, to kind of even be a little bit more mindful, if someone's listening, they're going to know what that's actually resonating with me a lot, what Maria is saying there. I am buying too much. What can I do? So this is, you know, about looking at the likes of, first of all, going into your wardrobe and seeing, well, what do I actually have in there? Yeah. The first thing I would suggest you do is have a purchase pause. Okay. Stop. Stop buying. Stop subscribing. Stop following people on social media who do those hauls. You know, stop looking because it's very easy to get tempted in and it's very easy to say, oh, my life would be so much better if I just had that, if I just had this and if I just had that to go with it. It's very easy and I, and I understand that. Now, not everybody likes to shop secondhand and that's okay too. What you need to do though is make sure that everything you buy gets worn and worn and worn until you until it's falling apart, really. That's how you're sustainable. So you have a purchase pause, you unsubscribe, you go into your wardrobe, as you say, and you really go through every single item you own, one by one, and you check it. And I expect everyone to be able to tick four boxes. Okay. Does it fit you? Does it? Is it the right colour for you? Is it the right style for you? In other words, do you love it? Do you keep going back to it? Does it, and, and is the quality good? You know, it, it's not worn out, so you, there is wear still left on it. So four boxes, colour, style, fit. It has to fit you and quality. Now, can we go back to the fit for just one second, right? Because I have clothes I call aspirational Sinead clothes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Where I go, one day, one day that will close on me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, (laughs) Can I keep that there now? You can keep it, but don't keep it in sight. Okay. Because you're tempting yourself every day. You're You're starting a day feeling guilty that you're not fitting into it yet. You're starting your day on a negative so you move it into somewhere else. But yes, of course you can keep it because you may one day, but you may not, but keep it. Well, I have allowed my daughter to wear it, which, you know. I know, I do the same. Yeah. Which, you know, so, yeah. it makes my heart sink a little bit inside, Maria. I, I know, I know. But, but at least you know, it's she looked worn. amazing. She looked yeah. amazing, yeah. And it's been worn, yeah. it's not sitting there, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it is the right, I know that the right colour and all the rest. So in terms of, you know, you talked about things that might be um, a little bit older, like you have the T-shirt that is the six years that you have and it's still working well for you. So first of all, how can we be caring for things properly? And if things are getting a little bit bobbly, but they're not kind of, or slightly shabby, but they're not kind of quite throw out yet, are there ways that we can revamp them? Well, the first thing you do is make sure you buy quality to start with. Yeah. You're better off buying one good T-shirt than five cheap ones. Mm. Right, that's the first thing. Second thing is, yes, care for your clothes. Hang them up, fold them, look after them, get a debobbler. Everybody should have a debobbler. Everybody, it's a, it's well, a I just machine. use you know, like the, a little you know, razor. Yeah, 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 I know the thing you're talking about. Uh, yeah. Also, sellotape kind of works a little bit. Yes, it does <laughs> if you have time. Yes, yes. it does. <laughs> and that's so. Wash your clothes at thirty degrees. Turn your jeans inside out. They don't need to be washed as often as you think they do. Okay. 
um, and look after your clothes. So that's the first thing, you know, care for your clothes. You've spent money on them, you need to value them. So hang them, fold them, roll them, however you do it, but look after them. Um, and then I have a, I mean, there are a few tips. If, if the sleeves are gone, you can cut the sleeves off and make it into a tank top. You can separate a skirt dress and make it into a skirt and a top you know if you're clever and if you're if you're a good seamstress if things don't fit you have them altered it's cheaper to have something altered and it's better to have it altered and wear it than go out and buy a new one yeah so so do that and i have a great client who lengthens her jeans by adding a satin ribbon to the end of it now she doesn't do it she gets the seamstress to do it but she has it done she adds a little satin ribbon on the inside and a little piece of tulle on the outside and that gives her an extra inch or two and it looks very cute. But that so is very all, cute. That's yeah, very clever. Yeah, because she's got she's very long legs, so it looks yeah. like her trousers are too short for her. But that that gives an extra inch, and it makes all the difference. So there are things you can do. Add a belt. You know, put on a belt. Layer. So there are things that you might not wear all year round. I mm. wear all my clothes all year round. So my my cami tops become undergarments in the winter, and I put them under a shirt, and I might leave the shirt open. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a great oh. one because that uh, sometimes people are all talking about this layered look now. You see, because we are moving into that kind of uh, cooler sort of weather, you know, slowly but surely and reluctantly, we're putting away the summery kind of stuff w- away. But as you say, it's this idea of layering is is the is the way forward, really, particularly yeah. in Ireland in our weather, isn't it? Absolutely. I mean, you, you can add a jumper under your dress. You can put a, a, a if you have a sleeveless dress, you can add a jumper that becomes a pinafore, and and wear tights and boots instead of sandals. Yeah. A jacket, always a jacket, but, you know, camis, T-shirts, all of those things can become all year round garments. And for me, they are. So it's about really, really, really thinking about what you're wearing. And then when you're buying something new, so you've taken your purchase pause, you've looked into your wardrobe, see what you have, see what you haven't. Make a list. Go shopping with a shopping list. You don't go to the supermarket without your shopping list. That's true. You shouldn't go shopping without your shopping list. There's no point buying six more pints of milk if your fridge is full of milk. There's no point buying 10 more white T-shirts if you've already got five white T-shirts. So do a really serious look at what you have and what you haven't. Shop for the gaps. Shop for the gaps. And all those clothes that you do go through that you're kind of going, do you know what? They're not meant for me. They don't fit. They're maybe, I don't like it, you know, because sometimes you buy things and you go, I actually don't like that. Off to the secondhand shop with you, or like you were suggesting, Maria, get past them to somebody else, let them have it. That's and like see their face light up with something that you have in your wardrobe that might not suit but will look great yeah. on a friend or something. Yeah, yes, and I help my clients do that, so I bring them here and we do some clothes matchmaking. Clothes oh, matching, I love that. I yeah, yeah, and absolutely brilliant. And we do that, so yeah, anything you can do to make sure they stay in circulation, it's a circular economy, we yeah. need to keep them in circulation. Maria, you make great points as always. Thank you so, so much for all of those great tips. You're welcome, Sinead. And I'll go back to my secondhand rail. <laughs> See what I'm wearing tomorrow. <laughs> Thanks a million. Maria Macklin there. If you want to get uh, advice from Maria, if you'd like to kind of find out more about what she does, Unlocking Your Style, that's where you'll find her on uh, all of the social media channels there, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and also maria.macklin at houseofcolour.com. That's the email address, maria.macklin at houseofcolour.com. 11 to 1. We're going to get back to some of your messages very, very shortly on age gap. Does the age gap matter when you're dating? That's what we're asking you today. 086-1800-658 if you'd like to get in touch. More on that after Keen.
There's Keen. Everybody's changing on LMFM's 11 to 1. LMFM Job Search. With thanks to LMFM Online. Check out the latest Northeast news, sport, and entertainment on lmfm.ie. Sleeve Foy Tool and Die Precision Engineering requires the following vacancies. A qualified toolmaker, apprentice toolmaker and machine operator based in Greenore, County Louth. To apply, please email your CV to info at sft.ie. Sarah Thompson and Associates Limited Accountants and Taxation Advisors require full and part-time bookkeepers in their offices in Kells. You can send a CV to sarah at sarahthompson.ie. Sunhill Nursing Home Term in Feckin requires a healthcare assistant with no experience. They will provide your QQI Level 5 healthcare support course part-time. Send your CV to info at sunhill.ie. MIPS requires a fourth-year apprentice plumber in the Meath area to apply. You can email tina.sheeran at mips.ie. On store, coffee shop and cafe, Gibstown Navin requires part-time and full-time deli staff. Send your CV to info at onstoreonline.ie. Meath County Council are recruiting a retained firefighter based in Ashburn and Knobber Fire Stations. They're also recruiting a clerk of works. To apply, please see current vacancies on the Meath County Council website. And Home Instead are recruiting new and experienced caregivers in your area. For details, check out careers.homeinstead.ie. And don't forget, all of the details of those jobs can be found on our local job section on lmfm.ie. LMFM Job Search. We are talking about the age gap when you're dating. Leonardo DiCaprio's dating history was detailed in a graph on Reddit and people are saying that he only dates women 25 or younger, always breaking up with partners before they reach their 26th birthday. So it got me thinking about the age gap when you're dating and you're getting in touch. 86 658 Somebody's saying, I do think Leo needs to grow up a bit now and get over the midlife crisis. Okay. Thanks for that one. Uh, I don't really date people too much older. Uh, two or three years is okay, but I wouldn't like to date somebody very older than me. You know, they might be ready for marriage or children when I'm not. Yeah, this is the thing. You know, when you're at different stages in life and the other person is kind of at that stage of settling down and you're sort of not ready for that. Um, uh, Sinead, 10 year gap for me and husband. He's uh, older than me. We have a really strong relationship. Age has never come into it, says Jenny. This is one. Hi, my husband is 19 years older than me. I'm 42. We are together 18 years on the 22nd of September and married six years on the 9th of September. Big anniversary coming up for you guys. We are very happy in love and the age doesn't come into it and it never has. So 19 year gap there. Interesting. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, another one just coming in uh, from Claire. Hi, Steve. My partner is 12 years younger than me. I'm 46. He's 34. We're together 15 years now. We have a beautiful eight-year-old boy. Age is only a number. That's what I believe, says Claire. And Claire, I wonder as well, at the time where people did not, were eyebrows raised with that, you know, at the time, particularly I feel women get a bit more bashing, don't they, sometimes when they're going out with um, younger men. But I think it's maybe equal. I don't know. I'd love to, to hear your views on that do keep those coming in is age just a number when it comes to dating or does a big age gap sort of unsettle you 86 658 it's the age gap with dating on 86 658 uh, Claire is back to us and she says uh, so Claire initially emailed our message in saying that um, her partner is 12 years younger she said yes and I did get a bit of slack because the 12 year gap as he was only 19 at the time even his mum and daughter at the time said 
uh, it wouldn't work but it did he's also a great stepdad to my daughter we're still together I'm very happy says Claire uh, Colm is kind of echoing this as well he says age defo was just a number 13 year gap between myself and my wife I'm older you're right it's other people's perception of your relationship uh, we, as long as you love each other that's all that matters says Colm and Jess says Sinead I dated a guy who was younger it was the distance that drove us apart not the age so there you go I'm really feeling like that uh, the age definitely is just a number and it's you know just to to do with sort of our own uh, outside the relationships perceptions as opposed to people in the relationship themselves thank you so much for clearing that up that is our lot of the show for today thank you for your company as always have a great day we'll chat to you tomorrow LMFM Podcasts with CNC Carpets we bring the showroom to you or book a new showroom appointment on 087 660 4237